Are you ready to take a deep dive into events occurring around the world? Well, stay tuned because this is Disseminate News. And we are live. This is Disseminate News, and we are back. You know, I, 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 I think about it this way, that, uh, you know, it's been about a month since we last released <laughs> our last podcast. Yep. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to rap like Eminem, you know? Guess who's back, back again. Disseminate's back, tell I, your friends. Relax, Slim Shady, relax. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's been a minute. The past month has been crazy. Um, seasons have changed. You got COVID, I think, right? Yeah, you got yep. COVID. Yep, I got COVID. Not not a good time. <laughs> Things definitely. I mean, you know, why don't we start with that? Like COVID, how how was that for you? It was it was pretty bad, honestly. Like, um, like okay, like knock on wood, like didn't end up in the hospital, nothing like that, right? But there's a lot of people end up with different symptoms, and even though it's like you you have the omicron variant and then now you have all the branches of it happening um it's still more on the mild side we still have hospitalizations i think it's more for the elderly but like even for me like when i was thinking about it and i i live with my parents um everything that i went through like i was gone i was out of it for like three four days where i took days off work and i just i was just in bed trying to like get rid of this and I was like, the way I'm suffering, like, I can't imagine what would happen to my parents if they caught it. I mean, right? no, yeah, like knocking on wood, because it, it does vary from person to person. And um, the more older you are, I would assume that the more susceptible or weaker your body is. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it really varies because like, I know a lot of people who who are catching it right now. And like, as we see, right, like cases are just like crazy like nobody even keeps count anymore because everybody's just kind of catching covid and just dealing with it yep um i think it's like the mask mandates i think having the masks were were a good thing um i think that's where cases started to spike once the mask mandates were lifted and all that but you know what i think like and we and we've spoken about this before that everybody kind of like has just just given up and it's just like okay i'm gonna get it gonna get it get it over with and it is what it is right yeah and i think like it's just based on like even what i went through it's you're like okay i don't want to say this but like you're not gonna hopefully not end up in the hospital um with with these variants right the variants aren't as serious as there was and and the uh, vaccines are really helping definitely i think if i didn't get the vaccine I don't know what would have happened otherwise. So, so here's the thing. I like, again, obviously we don't all want to get COVID, but I feel like once we all get COVID, that's sort of the end of this, right? Cause it eventually it just becomes a flu, right? Like where people just get it um, and their bodies adjust to it and they just, they're normal again. Exactly. I think, so here, here's the thing. I think, I think I believe masks, are still a good thing um i st- i get awkward stares now though like do yeah. you remember when the pandemic was like first kind of starting and we weren't wearing masks because we thought it was a joke and then we started wearing masks so i'm yeah. so accustomed to wearing a mask now that when i walk into places and people don't have masks i'm like am i the outlier here or are you the outlier here like how does this yeah. work right yeah exactly and like i've not like i think everybody's kind of on that on that page of trying not to judge 
whatever yeah. his decision is. Yep, yep. Um, because yeah, like I'll walk into restaurants or I'll walk into the mall and like some have it on, some don't. It varies, right? Some restaurants you walk in, the servers are wearing it, some aren't. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's really it's it's a mixed game here. It's it's so funny that you say that because the day the mask mandate was lifted, I went into the mall and it was like ninety percent of people wearing masks and ten percent that weren't. And I'm like, whoa, I see faces. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. I was thrown off for a second. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's it's good because like then you start feeling back to normal, right? Yep. Um yeah there's there's a lot of things like and i think it's just going to continue for a while like yeah it's going to be an adjustment period for sure yeah Yeah. um but um you know like luckily yeah i'm good now and now i can start thinking about uh filing my taxes you know that's you know that's that's the topic tax season you know know, we we went from winter and we're going into the spring right i went when spring this uh may 21st oh Wait, no way. Oh, April. April. <laughs> I always get confused. Which month is it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sunday. Su- March- summer. Summer is May 21st. <laughs> not spring. Su- Sunday, March 20th, 20th. So so we've already hit spring and we've already hit our most important season of the year, tax season, where um, either you get finessed and you lose money or you win and you gain money. But um, got to have those gains. Tax listen, returns <laughs> get get blessed. Listen, there's a lot of people out there that don't really do their taxes because they know that once they do, the government's coming for their money. Or sometimes there's people that don't even know how to do their taxes in the first place. And I think what we wanted to do with this podcast is just give you a sort of a high level overview of how things work in the tax system. Should you really be filing your taxes? What are some areas where you can file taxes or even get gains back? So super high level overview. If you want us to dig into more, let us know after the end of the podcast. We will really appreciate it on our socials at Disseminate News, on our Twitter, Instagram. And if you guys use Facebook, which I don't think anyone does, or even email us at Disseminate News at ProtonMail.com. Uh, and you, that, you, you forgot the best one we're on tiktok now guys. oh yeah oh yeah we're on tiktok and youtube at disseminate news you know find us there we'll maybe start posting some goofy videos maybe some dance videos actually we probably won't do that but you know um that's all you see when you scroll through tiktok so yeah exactly so yeah so like when we talk about like so tax season uh, the deadline is may 2nd right it's coming up very soon we have about two weeks left um, and you know, one thing that I was thinking about, a lot of people like don't understand when they get paid what they're, what they're actually getting taxed on, um, or like what the deductions are on your pay stub. So, so, you know, what's funny, like we've talked about this before, whenever we get paid partially, like it's very bittersweet, right? Like you're yeah. happy cause you get the money and then you see the tax deductions and you're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And you get sad and depressed after. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so like if we think about it, the breakdown is you have your federal tax, then yep. you have CPP, which is your Canadian pension plan, which is just a deduction. Right. Um, and then you have empl- uh, employment insurance. Right. Those are the three that you'll always see on your pay stub. And then anything extra is usually like pension plan or like a company pension plan or yep. um, RSP matching or whatever like you'll end up seeing on there. Uh, that's all separate. That that's not government uh, taking your money. So so here's here's something that I'm I'm still trying to understand. Like the government's taking this money, but what does like what value does it provide to us really? 
So the benefits are honestly on CPP and EI. Okay. Right. So CPP, when you're when you're retiring, um, you can claim CPP at the age of sixty five, where you can start getting money back from the government every month. Okay. Um, it I think it varies, or I think it's about it's the same. It just depends on when you retire, of how much you get per month. Um, and honestly, if that amount is is pretty negligible, um, because it's it's I think it's in the like maybe like a thousand a month, and um, I haven't looked into the like the exact numbers on this, but I'm just I'm just estimating here. And then um, when you look at EI, that's the thing that really helps people now, right? right. Like it's for anybody. Uh, you don't have to be 65 to claim EI. It's when you when you're unemployed, uh, you've been laid off. Um, and you can claim that and the government will pay you. And a lot of people took advantage of that during COVID, right? Where EI was broken down into different benefits like CERB and uh, a student one. I forget all the acronyms now, but... Yeah, you you stole the words out of my mouth, literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, EI... So the, here, here's the thing, right? Like, when you're, when you're laid off, um, it's not like you're going to not earn income. There's still EI that you can claim and get money back from that. Just exactly. to sort of support yourself until you find a, another position, position. But obviously, the government's going to be wanting for you to get the other position. So try not to be lazy with EI. <laughs> exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you can claim um, up to 70% um, back from EI based on what your income was. Okay. Um, which is which is pretty like it, it helps people definitely pay bills. Obviously, it's not like it's not that hundred percent. Where if if you were living paycheck to paycheck, for example, it it takes a hit, right? Um, but at least you have that as a backup. Where like something happens, um, and you you have some sort of passive income that's that's still coming in while you're uh, trying to look for another job, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so just to actually clarify, I think it was. 55%. So based on canada.ca, it's 55% of your earnings as of January 1st, 2020. Okay. Um okay. so so for example, if you earn about 60k, you'll you can receive a maximum of like $638 a week. Um True. Yeah. and yeah, so you can earn EI for 14 weeks. Sorry. Um you can start receiving EI 14 weeks up to a maximum of 45 weeks. So that's about it. Um right. within that time range you would probably have to find another job. Long story, yeah. long story short, just find another job. Yeah, exactly. It's it's more than enough time. Yeah. Like it, and in this job market, our in unemployment rate is pretty low now. Yeah. So I think nobody nobody's really uh, like hopefully not struggling to find a job. Um, I, I think it really depends on the industry, but like as we've seen, like just recruiters everywhere trying to get people placed and everybody trying to get a job it's it's it doesn't take that long right and even like for our business for example right we're we're in the consulting space and it's the job market is so hot it's that hot, our dude. we can't we're it's we're struggling to find people yep exactly exactly so so what about what about the uh, so here's the thing that I'm, I'm trying to understand i've heard that some of our taxes go to hospitals go to schools go to roads go to garbage collection is that also the case it is. Okay. So when we look at our federal tax, and I'll, I'll just take a step back here, um, that our federal tax, when you look at it, and you'll notice as you, the more you make, the more you get taxed, right? Yep. It, it, it's all proportionate, but it's based on like you have your tax rate. And then 
uh, based on different tax brackets is where you'll get taxed. So let's say, um, but it's based on like a marginal tax rate. Right. So yep. when, as you're, let's say you're making 60K, um, whatever that rate is, and then after 60K, there might be another tax bracket. That extra amount above 60K is where you get taxed that, addi that additional marginal tax rate. So it's not like your full amount will be taxed at that higher rate. It's just that like if you're making 65K, your 5K over the 60K mark, you're getting taxed that additional, that higher tax uh, rate at for the 5K. Got it. So then basically when you fall into that tax bracket, it's not that you're getting taxed at that. Like, for example, 20%, you're going to get taxed the first 10% and then whatever's left over, you'll get taxed 20% on it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So, yes. so, so the question I guess now is if we're getting taxed for all these, all these things, why aren't our roads all like, you know, <laughs> pothole free? Why, why, why is uh, the education system lacking resources? Like what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I honestly, like I, I completely agree. Right. Yeah. Like, especially, you know, you, you go to Scarborough and like <laughs> your, your car's, your car's done for, man. Like, Listen, every week you need a, like a new suspension or, or your tires flat or something like that. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's uh yeah, a lot of potholes. <laughs> like they need to fix it. It really depends on the area, right? You, some areas are like they're really quick to fix the roads and then other areas they're not or if we look at the dvp every year they're always doing like overnight construction to fix the roads so so i have a funny story for you so um i was helping my friend um go to the dealership right so i was picking him up from the dealership he just dropped his car off to get like a wheel balance right we're driving back and he goes over a big pothole that he had to redo the entire wheel balance after. Oh my so god! I was like, "Well, that was a waste of time." And like, the thing is, the dealership wasn't even like kind of lenient on it. They're just like, "Yeah, kind of sucks to be you." God, yeah. So make money. Hey, listen. I mean, that, that's that's my thing. Like, I, I I understand that this money is is being distributed through different streams like hospital schools but i would kind of want to be like i want to see it being used properly i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah agreed and you know like it's funny like we're like talking about cars honestly like it, it nowadays it comes down to like gas is so expensive <laughs> that okay you don't want to like just get rid of your car or just get an ev and you're chilling um or just take the bus we're like what, public transportation is an option gas prices are crazy and and the reason i'm bringing up gas prices is because um a large portion of gas prices are are uh, the tax amount that the government uh applies yep so they were recently talking about it that because gas prices are so high that what if temporarily um until like the election or and i think this is, this <laughs> until, is all until <laughs> the election in quotes okay <laughs> right okay, let's let's be honest let's let's be transparent honest here so we have a political leader his name is doug ford we call him dougie um he is doing some interesting things, and we believe this. This is also a conspiracy theory. We believe that he might be doing this just so that he can get the votes, right? So one of the yeah. things that he did was he removed the license plate fee sticker um, and refunded us that money. Also, I don't know how the calculations work, but we'll talk about that later. So I know he's trying to do some things here and there, and let's call it shenanigans to try to get votes. Is this a ploy to get votes? This gas tax cut. <laughs> 
<laughs> I I think it is right. Okay, like, but it's it's like in like if you see Doug Ford trying to do all these things, right? Like even you said the plate sticker and all that, uh, getting a refund. Um, it 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 really like like it it looks good on him completely. It does. Right? It does. And people like instead of paying what what is gas price at like a dollar eighty now. Um, Listen. Please don't. Like Please don't. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, I cry. <laughs> uh, right? And they were saying that a, a, uh, approximately, I think, 50% of that amount is uh, is all tax. Wait, so if 50% they end, of that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, wow. What, I, I swear that's what I heard. Um, and... Um, what they're, what I'm thinking is that, okay, if they cut 50% of it, like that's, that's a huge chunk, right? So that brings you down to 90 cents. Uh, no, there, okay. To... Yeah. There's no way that's that. There's no way that's happening. Um, considering again, wasn't Dougie the one that cut off EV credits as well? Didn't, didn't um, did, wasn't there a credit where you purchased yeah. an EV vehicle and then, yep. yeah. Okay now, yeah, now okay that, now that was just that was <laughs> that was not fun for me. I was I was not <laughs> pleased when that happened when I when I got my car. Oh my god! Yeah. So okay. So it says Ontario's premier Doug Ford is committing to cutting the provincial sorry province's gas tank by uh, five point seven cents within the next budget. Which yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's not much of a difference. Yeah. yeah. So his his his. Uh, gas prices down technically speaking i don't mm, we'll see i don't yeah. know because i'm looking i'm looking right now and it's saying that in ontario for example yeah um the taxes applied on gas is 25 cents per liter oh wow okay jeez yeah um so i think yeah like if, but if you're saying yeah that it's just going to be five cents that that doesn't really make a difference for anybody if it's well, 25 30 cents that, that makes a difference well i mean every 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 penny counts right because the thing yeah. is eventually it's going to keep skyrocketing and then regular fuel is going to hit two dollars right because everything else is probably hit two dollars right now premium 91 whatever the other numbers were already probably hit two bucks um it's just regular that's gonna hit two bucks eventually exactly um, exactly so yeah honestly like, let's see what what happens with that um it's yeah well like what if they can if they end up cutting it people will be happy it makes a difference mm -hmm. because people are really struggling right now like especially if you're you have to go into work every day um your your gas bill is is up there I know, like one of my buddies, he filled up his car, and he was telling me it, it cost him like 140 bucks for a full tank, and Jeez. that only gives them, I think, 500 between five and 600 kilometers. Yep. So if you're driving to work every day, and then you end up filling up your tank like every four or five days, that's a huge. It, hit it to adds you. up. It adds up, dude. So, so here's the thing. Like, I, to my knowledge, I don't believe you can get tax credits for gas but i feel i believe that if you're self-employed so you're doing something like uber eats or you're doing amazon flex or skip the dishes mm -hmm. you're able to claim those you're you're able to claim those expenses you are yeah so as soon as like yeah like uber eats all of that you're all you're you're self-employed right yeah and um when you're doing your taxes it's a great way where Keep track of your gas expenses. Keep track of your mileage that you you that you do for those trips, um, because then when it comes down to to your taxes, 
you can submit that information and and get that back and it it goes under your like um it's like an considered HST GST filing yep um and you just file that and um you'll get money back uh, to deduct off your your 2021 income and see that's that's what's interesting because when I was filing my taxes, I obviously when I was doing Amazon Flex, there was a set amount of money that I earned there. And because you're able to offset those expenses, so you're able to claim your mileage, your gas, your maintenance, um, any type of business expenses, so equipment that you purchase for the business, all of that will help offset and reduce your taxes. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's not even um, just for those things, right? Like, yeah, you have your own business you're self-employed right you can claim there's so many deductions that you can claim yeah it's it's crazy right like a lot of people end up just like barely paying any tax when they when they file their taxes because they had so many expenses with mileage and yeah like you said business equipment and all that it it really helps you uh get a lot of money back on your tax return but then at the same time there's also times that uh you haven't paid enough tax and then you actually owe the government money yep Right. So it, it can go both ways. It really depends on what your situation is that tax filing your taxes can be a good thing and it can also be a bad thing. And that's that's kind of where we kind of talked about in the beginning. Right. Like a lot of people don't like to file their taxes because they know that they're going to have to pay the government some money um, and they try to avoid it or they try to undercut their expenses. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, if you don't file your taxes, CRCR is going to come get you <laughs> because they're going to see it as tax evasion and and they're just going to be like, yo, what the heck? What are you trying to pull? Right. So so here here's here's something that's um that's interesting. Apparently there's a list. And I don't know if this is true or not. Apparently there's a list of offenders who have evaded tax and there's like a hotline <laughs> for you to report if someone Jeez. has any of their tax, yeah, listen, tax evasion is a serious thing. <laughs> I didn't realize there was actually a list for this. Yeah, like, it's so weird. I'm, it was like the first thing that came up when you were searching on Google and, and I was on a Canada website or Canada.ca website. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but bear in mind, like, here's the thing. If you're avoiding paying taxes that are like a hundred dollars or a thousand bucks, um, I think that's, that's i mean obviously you shouldn't but like these hotlines and this list is like for the big guys like the guys that are avoiding like a million dollars in taxes or something like that right? exactly yeah so when if we like look at it from like normal folks like us <laughs> who who don't have million dollars in business and and all that who like don't Struggling have to buy a like, house yeah exactly <laughs> We're we're not going to talk about that here, okay? It's it's, it's too painful. Right. <laughs> uh, but like we're like we're we're all trying to get money back on our tax returns, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to do it, um, especially like so if like the one there's one thing, and I use this. I know you use this as well. That because we both went to university, we pay tuition. Um, when you start making an income, you can claim. Um, there's a tax credit on your tuition. So your university will give, provide you with um, the form is, I think it's a T2202. Um, and, and then you could use that. And when you're filing your taxes, you can claim um, a credit 
every year to deduct like your the tax on your tuition exactly yeah so it's the t2202 it's a tuition and enrollment certificate basically it's a form where you fill out how much you spent in tuition for that year um i'm not too sure if that includes books i think it was just the courses itself Um, yeah i believe so yeah it's 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 number of months sessions a period full-time part-time yeah it's only for it's only for the courses that you've enrolled into but again, that builds that builds that tax credit. So once it does come time where you start earning an income, you can use those credits to offset whatever expenses that you have to pay for taxes. Exactly, and and so like take advantage of that, um, especially the the people who who end up pursuing further education, law school, med school, MBA. Like your t- your tuition's pretty high. Yep. Um, take advantage of this because it's it's available to you. And I think. So here's the thing. It's it's not that the younger audience doesn't file taxes, but I think it's something that schools and the education system should teach because I'm like here, I'm here learning about taxes right now as like a 27 year old where I wish I learned this while I was like 16 or something. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. Our, our school system is changing. Yeah. Um, I can only speak to it from Ontario. I don't know what else, like what's happening, I th- unless it's Canada-wide that they're trying to change this. Yeah. Um, but they're trying to implement like uh, where high schoolers can take finance courses okay. uh, to learn more about like investments and uh, how do you do your banking and understanding stocks and all of that. It's it's a skill that you need when you when you start uh, when as you get older. And it's great to see that they're finally trying to to do that. Because, oh, like what? you said, that even taxes, like, yeah, you didn't you didn't know much until like you kind of graduated up until like this point and all that. Exactly, exactly. Like once you start filing your own taxes, that's when you learn about taxes itself, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's funny when you when you're speaking about those courses. Do they have like a disclaimer that says this course is not like a, a financial advisor? <laughs> like, I'm not. <laughs> 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 you're gonna have uh props not, props not, who are uh, who are financial analysts and so advisors like, at this point this course does not provide financial advice even though it's like telling you to buy these stocks or something <laughs> <laughs> no i mean if they if they started doing that then that would be crazy but oh my god <laughs> yeah understanding the fundamentals of foundations is really important I, and i think that's key like i think everyone should understand where their money goes how to utilize how to utilize it to the maximum potential and not just have it sitting around in a bank where the bank is earning interest off you type of thing right exactly another thing that that i saw and this this was released i think it was released last year and then people kind of forgot about it and then they announced it this year as well because tax season is here um that and this applies just for ontario folks um that because of covid you didn't get to travel much so if you had any staycations you can claim a tax credit on that. So um, you can actually, Ontario residents can claim 20% of their eligible 2022, uh, sorry, 2021 accommodation expenses. Okay. Um, and then get that back with their tax return. Um, so- you're you're limited up to $1,000 as an individual or $2,000 if you have a spouse. I mean, that's, that's still really cool. I mean, it's like, think about it, right? So, you're going to a hotel or a motel, whatever, a resort, a lodge, a cottage, 
and you're in, you're still in Ontario, right? So let, let, Tobamori, for example, let's mm-hmm. say you go to Tobamori and you rent out a space, like you can still get a, a, buy, a return back from that. And that's actually pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so like, there's so many options. Um, yeah. And then like, there's another one. So, and I think you and I have both seen this, that um, you, when you file your taxes, based on your income, you can get GST or HST checks uh, quarterly or annually. I think like based on your income then, and I think it's up to, uh, what was it? I think it was up to like, if you're making up to like 60K or something like that, I forget the number. Um, but like, I remember like, like you, I started, I was getting checks um, and all that, right? Like with HST, GST and um, a lot of people get that as well. So take advantage of that because um, you can you can get that. There's a percentage, I think, that that gets applied for whatever credit is dependent on that and dependent on how much you make and all that. But it's definitely a great benefit. Yeah, and I think, I think you're able to start claiming that um, when you're 19 and older. So even, even students. Yeah, exactly. That's what I remember, yeah, in university... Uh, I would be so happy to get those checks in the mail. <laughs> Money, <laughs> like as a student, you know, you know that student struggle. You're, you're like <laughs> struggling to like go out for food and enjoy that uni life without taking OSAP. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? I know. I know a lot of people would just like abuse their OSAP and be like, "Yo, I'll deal with this when I graduate. I'm just gonna use OSAP, pay for my my food bills, pay for my my outings." All L- listen, listen. Okay, so I'm gonna be completely transparent. That is the worst idea ever. Do not <laughs> use your OSAP for other expenses besides school. Okay. Like I'll tell you this. I've heard stories about it and I think it's true. OSAP's that one. Um, OSAP's the one that stays with you. So no matter if you die, it gets passed down to whoever else is next in your family. Yeah. Yep, so so please don't do that with your OSAP. And I, I know people who are still paying off their OSAP and it's been like 10, 15 years. So, Oh, geez. Yeah. Because the thing is, right, like with OSAP, it's you get you have to pay that specific amount with interest or whatever. And people just pay that amount. It's like a credit card, right? Like instead of paying the whole bill in full, you pay that limited amount that you need to pay like 50 bucks each month. Yep. But in the end, like even if you continue paying that, the amount of interest that gets accumulated is it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. It's not. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, during COVID, um, you didn't ha- you didn't pay any interest, so people really took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that they did that because yeah, like having to pay interest when like you don't have a job or whatever the case is, um, it really hurts. So um, yeah, like zero percent interest on that during COVID. And I think now or like a few months back that they uh, they brought back the interest rate, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, um, because technically speaking, the yeah, it says the interest rate is like three percent, uh, something like yeah. that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um. So, sc- sort of going back to the staycation thing, basically, what Ontario is trying to do is promote traveling, right? Like promote traveling within the province because they know that people's mental health, um, people's ability to travel, has severely been impacted, and what they wanted to do was given give this staycation credit so unfortunately if you're going to the bahamas it doesn't count but if you're going to places like tobamori or thunder bay or whatever the case is thunder bay hey listen (laughs) it was the first thing that came into my head like if you go to those places then definitely um 
but there's also another one actually another covid one the um, work from home as well oh okay so i i there's two kind of methods of the work from home benefit but how it works is depending on the amount of days that you work you multiply it by two dollars and you get a credit for that um and i think the maximum that you can get uh it's 400 yeah 400 400. yeah. yeah but see there's a there's a second version to that and that's probably the one that you fill out right where you uh, figure out the size of your room, figure out like utility costs, et cetera, et cetera, and try to maximize it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it really varies. It depends on what your situation is. Uh, people, a lot of people, I think, just went with that simple. So, one so thing. yeah. So okay, <laughs> let's 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 clarify here. So it varies on your situation, but it also varies on how lazy you are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, there's two forms, right? So there is the the T twenty two zero zero S. Um, so that one is the flat rate. So that's the amount of days times $2 and uh, up to a maximum of 400 or there's the T seven, seven, seven S. And that one is the one where you like calculate your room size, your expenses, your phone bills, et cetera, et cetera, and try to maximize the amount of uh, tax return. So again, it varies on laziness. And if you really will get the most from either forms. Exactly. Yeah. So like please take advantage of that it's uh like look into both um both of them like again depending on your situation that you can use that t777s um otherwise yeah you're lazy you know what you just want that 400 bucks just go for the t2200s you don't you don't sad so i was when i was filing my taxes i didn't actually qualify for all 400 because i took vacation days so oh, that's sure. that's another thing so if you take vacation days you actually cannot maximize on the 400 um so it's again it's up to you it's it's very um check those forms out is what i would say are you trying to say don't take vacation see that's the thing like it was it was it was it was gonna come out but i'm also like yo everyone needs a vacation (laughs) yeah yeah no definitely especially if you're working all the time and covid didn't help that it's uh and now that like we're getting back to normal life and all that uh, take advantage. I know a lot of people that like that, like you didn't take vacation during COVID, so you just kept accruing vacation. Yep. And then now you're like <laughs> left with so many days, and you're just like, okay, what do I do with this? Exactly, exactly. Because here's the thing, right? A vacation is more worth than two dollars, right? Because yeah. like you you earn two dollars a day that you're working and not on vacation. So a vacation is well more worth than two dollars. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like that's that's definitely a great thing to take advantage of um, and get money back on your taxes. Um, we also look at if you also look at if you have a you have a family of children, there's the uh, Canada Child Benefit CCB. Yep. Um, that you can take advantage of. It really helps with uh, like getting money back for childcare. Um, it's based again. It's based on your income um, and also the amount of children that you have. Yeah. But look into that because the government really helps you in terms of getting money back annually. Um, I think I was looking that depending on like the maximum that you can get is about 6K per child uh, annually. So that breaks it down into like 600 bucks or 500 bucks a month, which is a huge chunk of uh, chunk of change. And, and to add on to that, right, like that's expenses. Like, for example, 
this is for children that are under the age of 18. So that can be babies as well, right? So diaper expenses, food expenses, clothing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all can be used in that, in that uh, CBB. Yeah, exactly. Or CCB, sorry. CCB, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's another good one. Um, do you also, like, I know a lot of people aren't aware of this, and and it's a great thing, and uh, you and I have spoken about it before, but taking advantage and getting an RRSP. Yeah, so, okay, so here's here's the interesting thing. I just thought, like, an RRSP is, like, one way of saying goodbye to your money because you won't be able to, like, get it unless you're, you know, either buying a house or you're your retirement right because that's what it is mm-hmm. it sounds for right registered retirement savings plan like yeah say bye to your money sort of thing yeah and it's and it's not not just that like you have to look at it as um like it, it really benefits you if you're using it for the first time home buyer plan mm-hmm. um where you can claim you can pull out 35k uh without getting taxed at all yeah um but the, the huge benefit of it is that you get 30 approximately 30 percent credit when you file your taxes based on how much you've put into your rsp for that year right so if we look if you let's say your contribution room was 10k for the year yeah you get about three grand back in your tax return that's that's a lot of money that's and that's super so here's the thing it's a lot of money but it's also super helpful so for example if you have to pay 3k in taxes you use your rsp to offset it exactly yeah. So the way I look at it is that okay, like you like that money should stay in your RSP until you're 65. Mm-hmm. But let's say you do need that money, right? And you need it before 65 because you need to pay bills or whatever your situation is. Take it like it it doesn't like look at it this way that you got 30% of it back when in your tax credits. Um that even if you decide to pull it out early, you need to you need to pull out five ten k. That thirty percent is what you'll get taxed on. So it kind of break you break even at that point, right? Yeah. You already got money back on your deductions when you did your tax return, and then you get taxed that same percentage approximately. So it's not like you're restricted and not pulling it out. You can pull it out, but it's advised that you treat that as your savings and. Um, and again, not financial advice, but, um, <laughs> like use it as it's very tough to save in, in this economy and mm-hmm. all that. Agreed. Everybody Agreed. struggles that that was the whole point of the RSP that you just put it away and forget about it. Don't touch it. Let it grow. Um, whatever you invest in, whatever you do with it. And then at 65, like you look at it, you're like, damn, that's a lot of money. I, I can retire now. Right. So that, so that actually brings up another interesting point. You won't really know what your RRSP... And here's the thing. An RRSP has a contribution limit. Let's let's start with that. It's very similar to a tax-free savings where it has a contribution limit. But the only way you're able to find your RRSP limit is if you file your taxes. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Because then uh, CRA doesn't know how much you contributed for your RRSP. Right. So when you do your taxes and it's based on 18% of your gross income. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah, and and again, with, like with the caveat that uh, your gross income might have been whatever it is, but if you're claiming deductions, uh, that brings down your gross income, right? So if you're self-employed, for example, and you're claiming all these expenses, it deducts from your uh, your gross income. So then that eighteen uh, percent is is on a lower amount if if you 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 have deductions in place. Got it. Got it. Okay. 
I mean, so that that's again, that's another incentive, right? Like if you file your taxes, you figure out where your RSP money goes. And and again, I'm not trying to say this is financial advice or this is um how do you call it? I'm not saying what to invest into, but like it's always good to have a tax-free savings account. It's always good to have an RRSP because you want your money to work for you, right? You want to you want to maximize the amount of money that you get from those. And again, putting it into a bank account is safe, but you're not earning a lot. You'll probably earn pennies versus like an RRSP or a tax-free savings. Exactly. And um the, another account that was just added recently and I think it's just for Ontario, but it might be Canada wide again. I, I like everything that I look it, it I usually just focus on Ontario, right? No, um, no offense to everyone else worldwide. But yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um but because it's the housing market is so crazy, yeah. Um they just like your RSP that you can pull 35k from your RSP for buying a, a, a home. They've impl- they're implementing a new account uh, uh, for the purpose of buying a home, but it's up to forty thousand dollars, and you're limited. You you yeah, you're limited in contribution to eight k per year for that account. Um, you don't don't and unfortunately you can't use that account and your RSP for the first time home buyer. It's one or the other. Ah, uh, okay, interesting. So no double dipping, but it's still another option. Exactly. So it, it benefits those who like are are hesitant on an RSP because then your money is stuck in there, right? You're supposed to keep it until retirement. This gives everybody the opportunity that um, that you have a separate account. You don't have to like whatever amount that would have grown to like it's it's in that other account and you can just pull out 40K. Yeah. So So we've kind of talked about like doing taxes some sort of ways to save money on taxes but like what if we don't do our taxes like what if i what if me joe schmo doesn't decide to do my taxes and i just leave it like what's like how how is that the end of the world i mean yeah like you don't want cra to come after you right <laughs> like that, that's that's my thing yeah like you don't last thing you want is where you you open up your mailbox like three months later and then it's a letter from CRA and then you're like shit. <laughs> Listen, I I moved to Alaska. They don't know where I am anymore. <laughs> but here here's the thing. Okay, so if you don't file a return and you need to pay taxes, you're gonna get penalized. So that you're gonna there's gonna be an interest on that and it's just gonna keep going. Um, the late filing penalty I think it was like five percent or something like that. Um, and that is after the, um, after May 3rd of 2022. So after that, you'll start owing interest on those. So that's basically, let's say that you do your taxes and you decide that you don't want to pay for it. You're going to get charged the interest if you have to pay for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the, uh, that was the other thing. So let's say, let's say you're a good hearted citizen and you decide to do your taxes, but you find out that you have to pay a a thousand bucks in tax and you're like, screw this. The government's never going to find me. I'm moving to Alaska. It's not really the case. What's going to end up happening is you're going to have a late filing penalty or sorry, a late fee. Um, first of all, uh, there's actually two late fees. So there's one late fee where if you file your taxes late, there's a 5% charge. And then there's also another late fee if you don't pay for your taxes. So, it's honestly it's up to you like move, moving to alaska and that igloo might not help you for too long <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're not trying to be stuck in the cold <laughs> you're trying to have some kind of summer um yeah I, I mean i've heard like there's there's 
there's kind of areas where if you don't file your taxes, you can go to jail or you can get charged, you can get et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if that's for like people who have small amounts of income. I think these are for large organizations. I could be wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah. So like look into that, uh, see like if, the, if you don't want to file your taxes, just like, so, just so you're, you're kind of educating yourself yeah. and you have the knowledge that, okay, if I don't do this, what can happen? Um, just, just, it's just something that we want you to be aware of. We're exactly. not, we're not, we're not telling you that you have to file your taxes, no, no, but no, no, be no. aware of what can happen if you don't file your taxes. Yeah. And I think, so here's the thing. I think for a lot of us, especially the young folks, when you file your taxes, you're most likely guaranteed to get a return. I think exactly. that's, that's usually the case unless you're like making bank when you're 19 years old, which I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know how you're doing that, but <laughs> good for you. TikTok. <laughs> there you go. TikTok. Uh, you're making a hundred K when you're 19 years old. That's when, uh, that's when you'll probably have to be paying taxes. But like for us, the regular Joe Schmoes that make like what, like 10 K or 20 K or 30 K a year. Um, most of the times we'll probably get returns back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so another thing, and like this, this might be where those are trying to avoid paying taxes. Um, when you have capital gains, there's a capital gains tax. <laughs> yep. So you're doing, you're doing your investments and you, let's say you've run out of contribution on your TFSA, you've used your RRSP and then you end up getting a taxable account for investments and you, you make money on stocks or any investments that you do, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever it is. Um, and then you have to pay tax on that if you sell that investment. So, uh, it can obviously depending on how much you've made. Um, but the ta the, the rule of thumb that is that it, you're taxed at a, at you're taxed on 50% on your gains. Uh, so let's say you, you, you made a thousand dollars, you'll get taxed on $500 of that. Um, and it's usually at a 50% rate of that taxable amount. So you let's say like for then that ends up equating to two hundred and fifty dollars that you pay that you would have to pay when you do your taxes. So here here's another interesting thing, and I'm not trying to scare you folks. Um crypto is also a capital gain type of expense uh tax. So you'll get taxed for crypto when you do sell. So just an FYI yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All all you guys that made bank on Bitcoin or Ethereum. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have to pay a lot in tax for sure. Yeah, like the thing is, the the other the other thing is all these platforms that, um, for example, like Wealth Simple, all these platforms that where you invest into crypto or into accounts that are not tax sheltered, right? Um, all of those accounts they have forms that come out and they get sent to the government. So it's not like you can really hide per se. Like the government knows that it exists. It's yeah. more along the lines of you filing. That's all, that's all it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it's just, you're doing yourself a favor, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, yeah, it, it sucks when you, when you have to pay money, uh, to the government, but you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's better to just have everything cleared and you don't have to worry about anything after, after everything. So, so here's an interesting question for you. I'm a lazy guy. I have a life. COVID has like uh, COVID with all the restrictions kind of uh, opening up. I have more time to go outside. Why would I want to do my taxes? Like how long does it take to do my taxes? Right. That's, um, that's the interesting yeah. question here. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, the lazy answer is, you know, just pay an account and give them everything <laughs> and, and you're just chilling. 
uh, but there's a cost to that right yeah um like accountants do take a a large or like fairly large amount um based and it's again it's always based on how how uh, complex your tax return actually is yes. based on how much you're submitting to them um right so account going to an accountant it makes your life easier you don't have to worry about it let them take care of it they'll review it with you and then you approve and they'll submit it to cra so here's here's the thing the guarantee with the accountant is that it's their job right like they're doing this on a daily or well uh, at a period of time um to make sure that your taxes are correct right so there's that guarantee that whatever he or she files is going to be what your final return or a reassessment or assessment is um there is another option right there's an option for like our joe schmoes like me or uh anyone else who pretty much doesn't have too many types of incomes right they just have like one employment income and maybe they have uh, some sort of credit or whatever the case is. And those are solutions like Wealth Simple Tax and TurboTax, right? So those are solutions. Um, they have free tiers and they're honestly, they're great because what it does is that it pulls information directly from your CRA accounts. So it takes your T4 forms, it takes your T1 form, or sorry, it takes your uh, other forms, uh, your tuition forms, like we talked about earlier. So like the T2202, um, it takes all those forms populates all the fields and it gives you kind of an assessment right away and that itself that process of filing your taxes using a free solution like wealth simple tax or triple tax takes about like 10 minutes so not the end of the world yeah that's that's really quick actually yeah i would have never thought it would be that that simple it's super easy especially because a lot of um so i've used wealth simple tax i used it last year i used it this year it gives you a rundown of what you can actually claim. What are some areas that you can actually get more of a return from? And it it's so easy because it connects to your CRA account and pulls out all the information. So all the fields are populated. And all you have to do is just double check if the fields match. And then from there, you just submit. Damn. So Yeah, that's that's a really simple process. Yeah. yeah. So it's worth it, yeah, especially because Wealthsimple is free, right? Yeah. So like, especially for like students, right? Like especially those who are who want to file their taxes for the first time that don't have too many crazy things like self-employment income or taxes that are like capital gain taxes, definitely leverage platforms like TurboTax and Simple, especially their free platforms. One, saves you money. And two, it's quick and easy to do. Yeah. And you know, on TurboTax, so I was actually looking into this before. Um, TurboTax has a free option. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like you're, like you were saying, right? It's uh like well simple and it's just for your basic tax return right you don't have that much to fo- to to file so they have that basic option then they also have like a deluxe plan which is about it's it's twenty dollars for your return and um if you have any donations or like things like that and you just need it you want to try maximizing your return TurboTax gives you that option nice to like kind of pick and choose and of like what what you're trying to get back um, and then there's a third option, which is called a, it's a, it's a premier plan and that's $35 for your return, which still isn't bad. And that's if you have investments, you have, um, rental property income, you have other types of income and, um, it helps you put all that to, to get money back pretty simply. Um, so like that's, and I, I again, I don't know how long that takes, but I'm assuming it's, it's pretty similar to wealth simple. 
yeah. uh, where you look, you can just pull everything from CRA, um, upload whatever you have, and uh, and it'll do it. Just plug plug and play, and it shouldn't take like more than an hour max, I would think. So, so someone mentioned this to me before, and I don't know if it's the best statement to say, but he he said the more you pay for to file your taxes, the more return you get. I don't know if that's true or not, but like long story short, I get where he's coming from. I think the thing is when you pay for an accountant, the accountant, the accountant will go through every single little piece of detail to make sure that you get your most return. Obviously you're going to be spending more money uh, for the more, more amount of materials that the accountant has to cover. And I guess that's the same thing with TurboTax, right? Like the more TurboTax has to cover, the more you have to pay. And then the more return you'll get essentially exactly yeah so i don't like it really varies I it, think. it varies uh, yeah like yeah. i'm not saying the pay go pay a thousand dollars because that's that's just being pretty stupid with your money but um yeah. like i think reasonably for some like for one individual if you have like a multiple amount of forms well like a hundred bucks 200 bucks maybe yeah yeah it's approximately like i pay i pay up about a hundred bucks yeah Right. And to me, like it saves me the hassle of having to do it myself. Yep. Um, right. I just give my account and everything and they're the experts. Right. Um, they're, they know what to do. They know how I can get money back on, on my taxes and all that. So it's 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 easier. Um, but like, again, if that hundred dollars is too much for you and you don't think that you're like if your return is not going to be as large or like you don't think that there'd be that much of a difference between you doing it yourself and an accountant doing it for you, then going with WealthSimple or TurboTax are, are, are the better options, right? It really varies though. AKA just do what I do, go on WealthSimple, watch a bunch of YouTube videos and then file your taxes and call it a day and hope that the yeah. CRA doesn't come for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't try claiming things that you're not eligible yeah, yeah, please, for. Because... Yeah, don't, don't do that because you're, you're going to, like the CRA will find you you do something like that it's like yo i'm i'm a single man but i'm claiming uh canada child benefit you know? <laughs> like, oh man the cra will come after you <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'll be like sir madam what's going on here yeah exactly so yeah so like that that's basically how you file your taxes um Right. Like there might be other platforms that we haven't mentioned. So mm -hmm. definitely check it out. See uh, if there are other things or if if you know of any that uh, that would help us as well and help our viewers, like feel free, like just comment on our social medias and then we can we can uh, broadcast that information next podcast as well to, to update everybody. So so I, I just to add in here, I know I know like like uh, like Faisin mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's been a while since we last recorded. Um, this, it's one of the reasons why this podcast is significantly longer than the others. So if you guys like the shorter podcast, let us know. But if you like these longer podcasts where we go a little bit more into details, let us know yeah. on our socials yeah. at disseminate exactly. news. <laughs> Shame, shameless <laughs> I'm, plug. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'm trying to say, I'm just trying to like say something, pause and wait for you to say something, but then also <laughs> say something at the same time just to mess with you. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah follow us like let us know your thoughts and all that like always um but tax tax deadline for personal uh taxes is may 2nd and if you have self-employment um the deadline is june 15th so you still have a bit of time if you you have a business and you you have to submit your stuff but for everybody uh everybody else uh, may 2nd is the date so you have two weeks uh, from today so okay. so basically what we're trying to say is 
figure out what you really um, want to do, right? Like, again, we're not forcing you to do your taxes or anything like that, but it's always good to understand how these work, right? Like, how does taxes work? How does how does a tax-free savings account work? How does an RSP work? Like, it's always good to n- learn and know how all these things work, even if you don't use them. Or exactly, them. exactly. And and the and the goal of this podcast was like, we're we're just normal people, like all of you, right? We're we're learning as we go. We're the we're um, the Joe Schmoes. You know, you know when you get like a like a, a phone or like the generic image of a phone, it says John Smith. We're John yeah. Smith right now. Yeah. So like if like whatever we said it's based on what we what we know and other things that we found out but if there's anything that you guys know that can help us and help the viewers like uh, again comment let us know um there's so many things of how like we can all learn from each other it's it's uh it's great so um with that said like we hope that you gained a lot from this podcast and we gave you some good insights on how to do your taxes uh how you're taxed all of that information and uh, um, if we made any mistakes also just let us know in the comments we'd definitely we'd love to clear those up and learn ex- from it exactly yeah yeah we, we we make mistakes for sure we're uh we're just basing on this on like, some of it on like what we hear or what we find online um but we're we're here to help and disseminate information i like i like how you said that that's yeah. awesome <laughs> shameless plug there shameless plug disseminate and disseminate news again <laughs> but yeah this is disseminate news uh signing off feel free to comment and all that and uh we will see you guys um in about three weeks on our next podcast <laughs>